<laughs> my dude, my guy, I don't know if you've heard us speak. Not if I can help it. <laughs> to the bad game cast this is jake i'm jason and this time we played the gray hill incident it's full of grays oh that sounded no hills though notably racist uh i don't can i go back and take that over again nope <laughs> it's already recorded we <laughs> i have zero notes for this game fuck this game it's not it wasn't worth notes i mean we'll get into why but jesus seriously hold on stop stop like there's 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 a chance that you've seen somebody play this game right there's a small chance you've heard of this game so so like this is the end of uh, Spooktober, uh, last horror game. The first two games you've probably never. Well, Unholy's new, but I didn't hear about it uh, other than coming across yeah, our right, research. Like Unholy, maybe. Maybe. Uh, Malice, you've never heard. No of. fucking way, no. Huh? You're lying if you say you have. Uh, and this one, as you said, was uh, like the beginning of the year. It was on a list of like most anticipated horror games of yeah. the year. Yep. So you might have heard of this, especially if you're into horror games. Yeah, I mean, like it came out in June. I've seen people play this and, uh, watching the footage didn't do it any justice. Nah, it's fucking terrible. Oh my god. I, I honestly thought when uh, we were scheduling out games for our uh, Spooktober that this one was going to be the best one. And like, it is, only it's not best that it's fun, it's best for what we do. This is the worst game that we fucking played of all three of them. And we played a fuck forced co-op puzzle game that was alright! Oh my god! Yeah, the forced co-op puzzle game that no one's ever heard of turned out, in my opinion, at least to be the best one. Just wild. Oh no, hands down best time malice. <laughs> I mean, you know, that gives away our goose. This game fucking sucks. This game fucking blows. And who do you have to blame for it? Well, that would be Refugium Games, who developed it, Perp Games, who published it, and we're gonna go ahead and blame Sony and Microsoft for having it on the PS4, PS5, Windows, and Xbox series of consoles. That feels adequate, yeah. Blame them all. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them all. Uh, so, uh, what do you what do you call this uh, stealth based survival horror? Yeah, I don't know. Based, maybe not, but uh, yeah, it's just a stealth survival horror game. Yeah. You, you know what you're getting, I guess. I, <clears throat> nah, I, I disagree. Yeah, well, because like. <laughs> Good games are different. Fair and true. Yeah, because, like, you hear, like, stealth survival horror, so, like, you know you're going to be fucking sneaking around. You know there's aliens, and uh, no one, and uh, nothing prepares you for the tedium of uh, the mindless running around uh, places you don't know, but you're told, like, you should know where fucking Earl's house is, or the goddamn Clements or some shit. Oh, yeah, I left the nails on the coffee table. Oh, okay, let me fucking bend over and pull out knowledge I don't have. What the fuck are you talking about? Where is this fucking house? I'm sorry, Jason. You should get into it, and then I'll complain later. <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that's a good chunk of the story right there, because uh, <laughs> the story starts, and they're just like, aliens. Motherfucking aliens. Uh, there's a walkie-talkie group in this town. Uh, it's... 
the late 80s? Sure. I have no idea when it's set. Uh, I believe it's supposed to be the late 80s. I mean, that would make sense. But so you and the town watch are all on walkie talkies talking about aliens. All right. But like the town watch is like the six people that live in this small town. Right. There's no one fucking here. Uh, it's you, uh, Ryan McBatterson. Oh, yeah. Uh, your characteristic is you're good with a baseball bat. Why it comes up several times? I don't know. They mention it that he was in the MLB or he was on the wasn't pro because he lives in the middle of nowhere. And fucking. Yeah, but he was good enough to go pro or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. He's fucking dumb. Uh, there's Bob, the crazy dude that lives in a uh, RV. Yeah, like right outside your house. Yep. There's um, the people who the first house you go to to get nails from who are never mentioned and you never see. <laughs> there's the crazy mechanic lady. Yeah. Uh, she threatens to call the police, but she's told not to by Brandon. Yep. Got there. Uh, Brandon, he, uh, he was in Vietnam, so he knows how to use a gun, unlike the rest of you. Which he says, often. But not often enough, and also too often. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'll talk about my feelings about that at a later time, I guess. Or right now. Because, like, once is, like, a, you're setting up a character trait. A mm-hmm. few times is just, like, why are you still mentioning this? Mentioning it, like, 80 times is perfect, because it gets into the realm of truly absurd. Yeah. Like, he needs to mention it more than once a sentence Uh to just reach this level of, like, this is an actual joke of this man's characterization. Yeah. We are going to flanderize this man in the course of a minute, not, like, a series. (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't do that. It gets just long enough that you're like, this is going on too long. Please stop talking. Uh And not long enough that you're like, I get it. It's a joke. It's just bad. Yeah. Uh, Who else? we got we've got the uh wee baby mick patterson uh your character ryan's son yeah lord knows what his name uh, is there's a cat there's a dog mm-hmm. it's a uh, bob's cat it's your dog yeah max the dog max your kid so let's say yes to both They're Honestly, both max could be either hey look you were in a small town you ain't got the brain power to come up with different names you're too busy drinking and fucking backward having blind babies yeah you know brandon's got a kid Oop, that, was a little, that was a bit loud yeah a little bit <laughs> Uh, neither of you have wives. Hey, that's right. It's, uh, it's, uh, Uncle Bob. That's why he's so close. It's, uh, notable. I'd like, it's one of those things where it's, like, technically not important to the story, but it's just, like, very weird that they just leave out entirely. Okay, uh, one-eyed conspiracy nut that lives in an RV is single. Yes. <laughs> Checks out. You don't know where, uh, your wife, girlfriend, Ryan's mom, or the, the son's mom is? Like, she could be at work, she could be dead, she could be, you know, done R-U-N-N-O-A-F-T, what have you. It doesn't really matter. If it wasn't, though, since uh, Brandon's wife is also dead or gone or whatever, and uh, also never mentioned, if it wasn't for the mechanic, you would just think that women don't exist in this world. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess there's a little girl. Little girl. Uh, and then there's, oh, I'm going to completely blank on this. The preacher? Oh, I didn't count the preacher. He's not a real character. Oh, he's uh, the best character. Axiom? What the fuck is the dude's, the cop? Oh, uh, Adino? 
names? It does start with an A. I, I like, don't. Right. I know it starts with an A, and I'm not going to pull this one out. Ew, fucking right. And it's like it's five letters, and it's weird. It's like, uh, yeah. He's there at all. <laughs> well, because the game, Brandon makes sure to make the point of don't trust the cops, don't trust the government. And your character's like, yeah, don't trust the cops, don't trust the government. And then, like, the only competent and reliable character in the game, which is a cop, which is really sending mixed messages. Yes. <laughs> Also, he's not, though, because, like, he's in on the whole conspiracy who also tells your the main character later that uh, everyone knows about the aliens. They're abducting people, but the government decided that Greyhill can go fuck itself. You're like, well, that's rude. Yeah, kind of. But he's, like, actively trying to, like, save you guys and, like... Yeah, he felt bad about it. So he's the only one actually doing something. <laughs> Man, and he got probed for his trouble. Yeah. And they're huge. Probed to death. That makes sense. It's like a... <laughs> They're mm. some bad dragon level probes. They're huge. Yeah. <laughs> so at first you're just like looking at some crazy glowing lights outside and you're like crazy glowing lights. And then they abduct your kid. Oh, no. I don't know about you. Uh, thanks to the amazing draw distance in this game. I didn't even see it. Oh, nice. I caught just barely the outline of the spaceship and then the beam like, but I just happened as I was turning to uh, see that because like dude's screaming, but I'm looking in the wrong direction anyway. God damn. No, I caught the whole thing, and I was like, oh, okay, my kid's dead. That's fine. And they're like, I have to save him, and that's the whole, that is the driving motivation. Okay, great. We have now set up the same driving motivation as Unholy. Let's get into it. No, it's totally different. Instead of your kid being clearly dead by our own hands, this kid was abducted by aliens through your own neglect. That's different. <laughs> So you wander out in the field, you find Bob's cat, you bring it back to him, and he's like, fucking, you need tinfoil! And you're like, great, that's whatever, man. And then... You're missing a crucial detail about Bob's cat being uh, filled with LEDs or some yeah, shit, it, like its head's glowing. It glows now due to alien stuff, and you're like, I'm not going to investigate this any farther. And then he tells you, yeah, you gotta go back and have you finished boarding up your house? Because they make a point about this, like, every other minute. Uh, and you're like, no, I haven't finished boarding up my house. And that's why you're kid got napped and you're like i guess and pulled him through the roof like they pulled him through the roof i don't know how windows would have helped uh and bob's like well to get out of here you gotta break out the door with your baseball bat and your baseball bat swinging skills and then you spend half an hour in his rv with him just going i i was told i had a baseball bat and baseball bat swinging skills and i cannot escape yeah well that makes sense because what you're looking for is a bat the size of a person not a regular baseball bat so you're you wouldn't see it because it looks like it's you know structural to the RV. <laughs> well, that and it is uh, <laughs> exclusively dark everywhere all the time. That's and true. your flashlight does not work. Oh my God, the flashlights. <laughs> maybe, maybe the best part about this game. It's the worst fucking flashlight that's ever been in any fucking game. And like the way that it works to quote unquote make it better is so mind-lumbingly dumb. Yeah. So anyway, you go back to your house and you're like, I don't have enough nails to board up my windows. And Bob's like, I left nails over at the Krennic Shaw's place or whatever. So you go over there and you get nails and they're like, avoid the aliens and you avoid the aliens, which now they're just aliens walking about town. Yeah. Just having a to do. I mean, avoid shooting the face, tomato, potato. It's basically the same thing. Uh, you get back, you drop off the nails, you go to talk to old fly girl, and she's like, we can decide to save your boy. We can fix up this plane and fly right into their spaceship. And you're like, all right, it's worth a try. I'm in on Operation Independence Day, I guess. Right? <laughs> so you go and you save the other... Uh, 
person who works with the mechanic. I don't know if they're... Uh, it's her boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't sure, because it's probably mentioned in like one line of dialogue that I ignored. Yeah, probably. So you save him, and then... Because he's locked in a safe, and then you save him, you get some <laughs> gas, and you head to the church, because old uh, Axelwaddle, the cop, is like, hey, meet me at the church. Yeah, but he doesn't get Scott on the way there. Yeah, but you get to the church, and the preacher is like, this is the rapture, bah! and he All gets right. pulled into the ceiling. Hold the fuck up, because this was like, this had me rolling. Because he's like, they're not aliens, you ignorant fool. They're angels from the Lord. And your characters are like, fuck is wrong with you, my dude? They came in flying saucers. They're taking people. We got to get the fuck out of here. And he's like, I am going. I shall be the shepherd for the Lord. And then just a light comes from above him. And he just raises his arms and gracefully floats upward like... <laughs> Fuck yeah, buddy. <laughs> you go get yours. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, in my personal headcanon, that man was not abducted by aliens. He was straight up raptured. Yeah, right? That's even better. Yeah. yeah. No, God just took him, was like, I'm gonna save you from the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Get you out of here, buddy. <laughs> yeah. During an alien invasion, my man was raptured. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you uh, fuck, bo- fuck back off out of there. You see the uh, plane take off, right? Uh, first, you talk to old Axiom because he's dying in the graveyard in the back of the church. Oh, uh, okay. And he's like, oh, they got me. And he tells you about how the government knew that Grey Hill was going to happen. They knew the aliens were going to invade, uh, specifically this town, but in order to keep it under wraps they figured they would just sacrifice the town and he came trying to stop the aliens and help the people and expose the government but it didn't work uh and that this is something the government has done before and will do again and if you want to help you gotta go talk to this secret dude right then he gives you a phone number to call so you can talk to mr x so you leave him, and then you see the plane fly off, and you're okay. like, ah, oh, they're they're flying off to their death because they don't know because this guy just told me their plan's not going to work. So you go talk to Mr. X, and you do some nonsense, and you get on the phone with him, and he's like, hey, yo, I'm secret. And you're like, please help me save my son. And he's like, all right, cover yourself in tinfoil and get abducted. And you're like, that sounds like not the best idea. He's like, trust me. Trust me. I'm doing a bad Werner Herzog impression. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. And you're like, wow, that doesn't seem great. By the way, who are you? And then he hangs up and you're like, great, I should listen to this man. Yes. So you go and you get a bunch of tinfoil and you wrap yourself up in it. And then... uh, Hold up, though. You don't... It's not... It isn't what you think, dear listener. It's not like you're making yourself into a shitty robot. Beep, boop. The fuck... Like, he's got tinfoil wrapped around his individual fingers covered in tinfoil. Yeah. He is truly encased in the stuff. It is silly and goofy. And I wish the game did more of that. Uh, and then you go to a barn somewhere for some reason, and then, uh, oh, because you're trying to save, uh, Brandon's kid. Right, you go to Brandon's house, his little girl is still there because she was hiding under a bed when the aliens came and took Brandon. She, uh, talks to you about what a piece of shit her dad thinks you are, and then she agrees with him because you suck, and then, uh, there's a car going by. Yeah, she runs away, uh, you chase after her, but you hear a car go by. So you check out the gas station. The car's there, but it's empty. Then you hear her out in the cornfields. You go into the cornfields. You run around, try to find her. You can't find her. You find her stuffed bear on the ground. You run back out of the cornfield. <laughs> you piss on it out of spite. <laughs> just following like her voice. Uh, the car is gone. And then you keep going until you get to the barn where she's captured. Oh, okay. So you get into the barn where she's been captured. And then Bob drives in through the wall and is like, I'm here to save the day. 
saying I captured an alien in my room. And you get into, you carry her into his RV and there's banging in his room. And you're like, did you actually capture an alien? And he's like, I told you I did. <laughs> like, fuck yeah, I did. So then you're like, all right, well, you drive and go meet up with this Mr. X guy who's totally not like uh, evil. He's g- a good guy, I swear, because he told me to get abducted. Goodbye. <laughs> and you run outside and go, abduct me. And then you get abducted. And that's the end of the game. Well, then you get a little vignette of Bob talking to the camera with um, Awful Child and the Glowing Cat. Yeah, so this and is the dog the in the RV. Post credit scene where, yes, Bob is talking to the camera about, and that's the Gray Hill incident. Yep, so now we're headed to Roswell to meet up with Mr. X. And then the little girl's like, Bob, who are you talking to? And then credits roll. And that's the, the final true end of the game. Uh, that whole thing uh, is like nearly as long as the game. The game is incredibly short. It really is. I did not leave out basically any details. No. Scrounging for bullets. Yeah. I mean, that's like so miserable dark. Mechanically, there's lots more to talk about. But that's the whole game. Noises. (laughs) Yeah. And if it sounds unsatisfying, that's because it is. The game just ends whether they had no more ideas or they thought that ending it in a goofy way was better. The ending fucking sucks. Uh, I mean, it's really just a pickle on this turd sandwich. Yeah, the ending sucks, but like, what were they going to do that was good? Like, nothing was going to redeem it. <laughs> well, no, that's because uh, it's unenjoyable the whole way through. So like, by the time you get to the end, honestly, I was more just glad it was over. Oh, same. Than anything else. Well, like, as we were talking before we were recording, I'd, like, if they would have leaned more silly the entire game, because especially up front, it's presented as so self-serious. Oh, my God, I have to give a shit about this whiny little shit heel that was laying on the floor mm-hmm. being an ass bag for two minutes where he got abducted by aliens. Like, I'm supposed to fucking care? Yeah, they try to make it start out somewhat serious. Like, aliens are real. Don't trust cops. Don't trust the government. They're lying to you. They've abducted my son. Woe is me. Yeah. Like... Like, but like you pair that with Bob just being fucking weird. Oh, yeah. like he's silly the whole time. He's just cracked out the from the beginning. But like you don't get enough of that with everything else. Oh man, where do we begin? Honestly, <laughs> honestly and truly, where do we start here? Can we talk about how miserable dark it is in the flashlight since we brought it up? Because I really want to talk about the flashlight. Yeah. So the game is too dark by design, uh, but all of the objects are too shiny because uh, people don't know how lighting works. No, no. And y- y- look, man, uh, model masking is difficult. Okay, yeah. if you're gonna buy the asset. You're not going to make them not shiny. Like, you didn't put the fucking work in. Who cares? And if they did put the work in, why are they all so shiny? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's that thing where, like, everything's... Everything is too shiny. Like... Uh, they do some times where, one, you have to run through the corn a couple of times, because you do at the very beginning of the game as well. Oh, yeah. Um, as well as, like, there's a, like, fly-through at the beginning of the game, I think, where, it, like, camera tracks through the corn even though you don't control it. And the corn looks hideous. I need to explain this to you, that the corn is too shiny, and, like, corn is plants, and so you notice <laughs> when it's very shiny. Yeah. But then it's, like weirdly almost low def like almost flat looking and it just vibrates Uh like it's supposed to have like the wind blowing through the corn but it doesn't feel or look like wind because all the corn is just vibrating yeah (laughs) you know how how corn looks It's Constantly vibrating like a string on a guitar that was plucked. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking wild how bad it looks. 
So it's dark. It's miserable dark. <laughs> and what they give you is a crank flashlight. Now, you've probably seen these, mayhaps. I've certainly seen these around. Maybe you own one. Maybe you own one, where it's a flashlight with a little handle that you squeeze it to charge the battery. And you know how that lasts uh, as long as you keep squeezing it? <laughs> so the, the flashlight, uh, you press F repeatedly to uh, charge it up, and then... You hold it out, it has a light that you get to watch dim constantly until it finally gives up the ghost over the course of five seconds. So, it, and I wish I was making that up. Your flashlight lasts so little. <laughs> yeah, and at max brightness, you have to understand, it does almost nothing. It is hilarious how bad it is. Like, the entire time you're like, surely I must pick up another flashlight. <laughs> No, no, this you. Yeah, I, at one point, just basically gave up on using the flashlight. Yeah, oh, same. Because of how worthless it is. Yeah, it lights up uh, a, an area that, oh, I don't know, a quarter of the size of your screen. Like, the, the beam of the flashlight itself isn't as big as you want it to be. And it doesn't go past, I don't know, 10 feet in front of you. And if you're too close to something, it doesn't light up because you're supposed to be holding it to the left side of your face, I guess? Because I wasn't even sure about that. I don't know. I honestly don't know because there is like, yeah, times where it just, it doesn't light up at all. Yeah. It's just like, if you're too close to something, then it's like the light is shining behind whatever you're trying to look at, no matter what it is. But, which feels great when you're trying to look at something on the ground, but the flashlight is six yards to your left. <laughs> what are we doing here? And then the... <sighs> The bad. We can get the quick hits out the way, right? Because yeah. there's going to be a lot more to talk about with stealth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, so you get the bat, right? And uh, the bat is used in, a, I don't know, three whole places where you get to knock over wood. Uh, it's what, twice earlier than once later? Yeah. Because you, you don't use it all that often. And there's just boards and you just smack them and they look slightly different than the boards that you can't smack, but not all that different, which is fun. Uh, trying to figure out where you're going in this game is an absolute fucking headache. And then... Uh, you get chased by aliens and you're like oh great I have a bat and they run up and you just clock them in the face with it and then take like an absolute fucking champ and then just choke you out <laughs> why Why do I have a bat yeah but if you let them choke you and then you, you manage to pass your quick time event they, they like stumble down and you can bonk them on the head with it and um, they still don't care yay they just stand up and choke you again so you can hit aliens with your bat but it's pointless <laughs> and yeah it's used to open the door to the RV, the like area to get to the Winkleman's house, uh -huh. and then some other gate you have to bash down. Probably. Uh, there's one when you're coming out of the garage after you leave Homeboy's RV, so you can do a sneak tutorial, because there's no reason for you to actually do that. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, another gate in a barn later, I think. And that's it. They introduce this mechanic that they're like, oh yeah, you can use the bat to like break through obstacles, but it's very specific obstacles and only so few times that like why is this a mechanic yeah so is it like is it something that you think they might have intended to do more or they realized how bad it was and just stopped I don't know I'm torn because I kind of like I, I really wish they had just removed it from the game but like if you're gonna put it in there at least let me just bust out windows whenever I want yeah right because you come up all these houses and all the shit's all boarded up and I go oh, okay so like I can't break my way through these two by fours because you said so but yeah like at least let me break the window behind it so it feels like I'm doing something. Like, if I make noise and it's supposed to alert the aliens, let me smack a window and then run another direction trying to get them to come over there. Oh, but that would require uh, actual programming and gameplay. Oh, well, look, AI pathing's hard, I understand, but... It's much easier if the aliens just know where you are all the time. Oh, that's true, which brings us to stealth. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
in a stealth survival game, stealth is a large part of the game, <laughs> right? It is theoretically your main mechanic. Yeah. Because the game doesn't want you to kill all the aliens. In fact, it doesn't give you enough bullets to kill all of the aliens. That's true. Most, but not all. They give you them shits like one or two at a time, and it takes two shots to kill an alien. So the, it is, without cheating, impossible to do a genocide run. Yes. I tried. <laughs> I was too. And then I was cheating so that I could achieve my dream. <laughs> yeah. It so you have to at some point stealth. And my god does it suck. It is hilarious. Uh, so, stealth game. Oh, uh, you're supposed to crouch. You have to keep your flashlight off uh, so you can wander around blind in the dark. <laughs> but, you know, they're, uh, they have eye holes. So if you have, they, they can see your flashlight. Okay. Like, I'm into that idea. However, uh, they can see you through everything always, no matter the distance. So, like, if they decide to get uppity, uh, because there is a certain, like, threshold where, like, they'll leave you alone if you're far enough away from them. And then you step into that and they just fucking stop what they're doing, snap and Terminator sprint towards you. And like their alien way, they really don't run. Like they kind of speed walk at you. It's super not intimidating. They look funny when they do it. So you're like, ah, okay, they're coming towards me. I've got one bullet, so I can't do anything with this. Time to fucking run. So you book it around the corner. You go into the nearest house and you find a closet you can hide in. Because of course, it's a stealth game. You can hide in stuff. So you, you get in the closet in another room that you closed all the doors on the way in. And then the aliens walk in because you can hear them. You can see through the little slot in the, the closet that you're hiding in. You hear them walk in the main door, walk straight to the room that you're in. You see them open that door, and then you see them walk to the closet, open that up, and then choke you the fuck out. You're like, hold up. Why? Why? Okay. It Look, unholy sucked, right? Mm -hmm. But at least when you hid, they didn't find you. Even if you hid right in front of them, they couldn't do anything about it. I honestly enjoy that better more. Where, like, you would just literally sprint into a locker, and the enemy would be right on your tail, and they'd be like, where the fuck did she go? Yeah. Damn it, they're in the safe space. And then just, like, pace around outside for a few minutes, and then fuck off. Yeah, because, like, same. that's bad for like realism but is funny and fine for a video game this one nope the aliens just know you're there why i don't know get fucked yeah i'm gonna run in this trash can <laughs> the fuck you are Right? So I found the best way to avoid aliens, uh, and by avoid aliens, I mean when they inevitably see you, is just to simply sprint to the either your goal or the other side of the map. Yeah. Because if you get far enough away, they just give up. So instead of stealth, what, again, their poor AI pathing and coding leads to is it's not stealth, it's action. Because sprinting is better than hiding. Uh -huh. Which, of course, assuming you don't have the bullets. Now, much like your flashlight, when the gun goes off, the noise of it is supposed to attract other aliens. Aliens, which it probably does. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Uh, at some point, I gave myself six million bullets. Yeah, six million bullets. So I was not, like, I was just firing at everything all the time because I could. The gun is, it is not good. Nope. It shoots, what, one round a second? Like, yeah, you're not. It is. Yeah, it's bad. You ain't fanning that hammer, right? Because it's a little revolver, <laughs> which is funnier that I had six million now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> and it takes two shots. And, like, you, you can hit them in their stupid giant head or their skinny little spandex suited body because, like, it's a fucking, oh my, this is just 1950s B alien horror movie, isn't it? Fuck, yeah, man. I mean, they're, they're straight up the Roswell aliens. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah, well, so, uh, anyway, you have to two-tap all these SOBs, and then while you're doing that, oh, more are coming, and if you get it at a because I don't think the gun has a range, like, you just point and fire, and you're good, as long as you can see them. Good luck to that. Ugh. <sighs> 
It's bad. Whatever. I'll, do, I'll, I'll stop. I don't need to go on about it. You got my idea to the point. So, okay. Uh, you were in a rural neighborhood, area, small town. Who knows? Yeah. Who, who knows? Who who can say? Uh, judging by the uh, the way that the housing is laid out, um, the entire place is de- designed by aliens because the, the houses are... Uh, the rooms are too big while the houses seem slightly too small for, like, the rooms that are in there. And the furniture is also not... Not quite right, but like, as uh, Jason and I were talking about this for recording, like, it is even, it's a weird thing to harp on because we've played stuff that gets to so much worse. Mm-hmm. Where, like, and it's close enough that, like, you you might not even notice it right away, besides, like, some of the room layouts are really weird, but, like, it's they're off and it's like, God. I find that to be one of those, like, little niggly things, just, oh, like, sure. right in the back of your mind, where, like, you know, like, if the couch is the right size, I'd buy this, but it's not. And it's just like, it's so close. Yeah, it didn't bother me enough that everything was uh, slightly wrong as I was just desperately trying to finish the game because it is so boring. Yeah, this is another one of those first person games where it uh, makes me sick to look at over an extended period of time, which like on the plus side, it's really short. Another plus side, I was uh, also playing this with uh, one of my children. So like I could, we were taking turns and one of us had a walkthrough because I had watched you play some of it on stream where it's like, oh, okay, uh, you need to go like, we'll use the box of nails as an example hey go over to the fucking uh, wilkinson's house and get the box of nails i'm like okay where the fuck is that at the game's like yeah go get the nails and so you wander around and uh, you can wander around quite a fucking bit and you can go into all sorts of fucking houses you so. can and you can't it is wild how the game gives this illusion of like openness because it'll let you walk down a bunch of paths until it eventually just stops you. Yeah, it had invisible walls, and then there's a dialogue line. Uh, yeah. I shouldn't go this way. And so it looks like there's a ton of options, but the actual game is excruciatingly linear. Yeah. There is one way to get to your objective, and that's what you have to do. Uh-huh. Wild. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's incredibly dark. The only light source you have is basically useless. So you get to wander around in the dark and try and find the thing that you're looking for. Like, hey, you know when you're supposed to get a barrel of kerosene for the uh, airplane? Only. They don't actually want a barrel of kerosene. They want a gas can because the dialogue line is wrong for what the thing is that you actually need. Yeah. Now, I don't know if this affected you at all, but I spent quite a while looking for a fucking barrel that doesn't exist. Nope. I knew where the gas can was because I found it before I found the code to get him out of the... Uh, out of the safe. Safe. Yeah. <laughs> so I knew where it was because I tried to sneak for a little while. I found it and then I was sneaking around. And I got killed by aliens. So the next time I went and I talked to him and while he was still talking, I just sprinted into the next building and tried to interact with everything till I found the uh, like plane. Oh, yeah. And then was like, oh, this is the code. Ran back to him, typed in the code. Well, you don't actually type in the code. You just click on the safe and then opened the safe. And as he was tumbling out, I literally just sprinted back to the gas can and grabbed it. Uh, it's like, dude, I am just speed running this shit. Uh, the first time, well, because like, I think it's when it's like, well, oh, press C to crouch as uh, you're coming up to your neighbor's house and there's an alien walking into it and wants you to be stealthy. The first time I sneak, I was crouching to sneak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as soon as you step on the board, he stops what he's doing, snaps and looks at you. And then he just uh, choked me out. I died. I was like, ah, well, bother. Do it again. And at that point, I didn't sneak at all ever again because 
why am I wasting my fucking time? Hey, that's kind of how I felt. I did that the first time. I tried to sneak and then I like walked into the house and he immediately ran up to me and choked me. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So the next time I walked forward, I put two in his dome. Same. <laughs> yep. Didn't even break stride. Hi, right, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Earth. <laughs> Which like you never got any kind of moment like that. Your character is just like afraid the whole time. Despite the fact that, again, I've been killing these dudes left and right. Uh-huh. Like Their bodies are just littering the streets. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right by the end of it, you could um, re-roof your house with alien corpses. Like, it's just a stupid amount of aliens that you just gun down. Yeah, like, I'm the Grim Reaper, my guy. Yeah, no, you're right to abduct me. I am death. <laughs> also, you're going to abduct me, and I got this loaded revolver. <laughs> See how it goes for you. <laughs> I know you guys are weak to bullets. Yeah. The universal constant. <laughs> Water is not the universal solvent. Bullets are. Ugh. <laughs> oh. And then, yeah, you play through this whole thing and it's boring as sin. It's dark. It's hard to see. It's hard to actually engage with it at all. And then the ending is, yeah, this is just like terrible. Uh, was I, I assume it wasn't supposed to have been real or not real. I like I honestly don't know what my read is supposed to be. I don't know. And like because the ending is so like tongue in cheek silly. Yeah. That, like it feels like a tonal shift from what we did do. And like, why are you are we trying to set up a sequel? And are we trying to say that our sequel is going to be a goofy Saturday morning cartoon like this here is? Or we're going to do more of what we were doing? Right. And like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't have any idea. Yeah. Because I don't know what they're going for. Because it doesn't succeed in any direction. It doesn't feel like they got what they were going for. No. No. And like, gameplay wise, other than shooting aliens, there's like nothing in this game. Usually there's some amount of like puzzles or something to solve or do. This is literally just walk from place to place and don't get kidnapped or shoot your way from place to place. Yeah. And as I said, it's just all linear. So it's more of a walking simulator with alien annoyance than anything. Right. It's a walking simulator simulator with just back to back to back fetch quests and yeah there there's no tension there there's no stakes yeah what what, what are we here for there's there's even fucking jump scares. Which, no. like, on the one hand, is a weird complaint. Like, I, I'm glad for that, really. But this isn't horror in any way, shape, or form unless you find the, like, you know, weird alien models to be particularly scary. And I'm sure someone out there is afraid of mannequins, and that would freak them out, because otherwise I don't know who that's for. Right? Unless you have a fear of the idea of aliens, there's, like, nothing horror about this game. Huh? Not tonally, not visually, not... Ed- like it it's complete swing and a miss yeah so like uh, do we got more to add here uh yeah this game is like 30 dollars was it really yeah oh this is the most expensive of the three games we played this month as well oh it fucking was wasn't it (laughs) okay now i uh i i was hoping i was hoping when we started that it was gonna be like choo choo charles a game that's 20 bucks is about this long only like like, it's goofy, and it's fun, and it is more horror, because, like, that Thomas the Trank engine looks fucking scary. So I get to pay 20 bucks more for a worse time? Yeah. For, like, oh my god, for what? What? I don't know. Like, uh, you know, fuck you pay me. I get it. You, know, you put you put some work in. You want to get some money out of it. 30 bucks is a bit fucking steep. Yeah, that's, uh, I really, of, just, like, 
there's an amount where you want to review a game on its own merits. Mm -hmm. And for this game, it's bad. It's very bad. Yeah. And so maybe if it was just like a cheap filler game, I would be slightly more, you know, we've played some games that are like $5, $10. And like at a $5 price point, I consider most games like that just true filler. Mm -hmm. You know, if you get an evening out of it, that's plenty because it was five bucks. Yeah. And this game asking for like a real amount of money is it seems insulting. Oh, well, it is for the uh, not real amount of game they put in here. Right. Because at five bucks, if this game was five bucks. Yeah. Okay. Right. It feels like a five dollar game. Yeah. Great. It's a five dollar proof of concept. Yeah. Because it's not a it's not a game. Now. (laughs) You got the rest of it. You want to charge what? uh, Like uh, D Cindy price for your D Cindy game? Well, then make one of those. Not, not this. Yeah. Do anything that's not this game. It's funny. I'm looking at it because like the version we played was version 1.0.6. There were six updates between this game coming out. Hell yeah. And the version we played. I don't know. I kind of want to look at the patch notes, but I also really don't care enough to look at the patch notes because like. Well, it's 1.0.6. So not major patches. Just. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not just major some, patches. Just some bug fixes and shit. Yeah. Which is funny because man. Said in the early 90s. Oh, yeah, okay. But like we were talking and a lot of the horror games we've played and we've thought about playing are all goopy uh, demonic nightmares. Uh, Tits out whores, I usually put it. Yeah. And that market seems very full, right? Mm -hmm. Full of games, uh, good and bad, mostly bad. Alien horror, I haven't seen a ton of. Outside of the like... Aliens franchise shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, I think, something that is one of the reasons why this game, when it was announced, people were kind of interested. Because it's a game about uh, aliens and alien abduction and stuff. And it's not something, while we see in movies plenty, we don't traditionally get in video games. Mm, not like big budget games with aliens that look like this no because they are your standard like uh, big head skinny body gray aliens like big eyes like pro- chances are like if you picture a uh, just generic alien in your head that's what you see mm-hmm. <sighs> i don't know what are like we don't even shoot nazis anymore so like I, I don't know what video games are doing these days uh remaking resident evil a bunch oh yeah okay look aren't uh bioweapon mutations really the biggest alien of all the real Hitler was the friends we made along the way or something. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of the thing is like with the Resident Evil and stuff and you have like uh, totally not zombie zombies yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So all of that is, again, feels at least to me, not again, a huge horror fan. So I don't really keep track of the genre, but uh, goopy demon shit and like zombies and that kind of stuff feels way more common than aliens. And um, and then this was just awful, <laughs> truly abysmal. And I'm amazed that they managed to have some level of hype and then like completely and totally not deliver anything that's worth playing yeah and that's that's my review that that's where i'm ending this because there's nothing here worth anything it honestly to me felt like they designed a series of levels forgot to add gameplay and shipped it mm-hmm. so 10 out of 10 um <laughs> zero out of 10 isn't actually a game uh yeah i have nothing more to add <laughs> yes zero out of 10 screw all of this this game sucked and i want my time back on the plus that i can get a refund i can't <laughs> 
Woo! All right, Jason, what do we do now? Well, now we answer letters from listeners like you. And this one, uh, the title of the email is No Silliness This Time, which is a shame. Boo. I could use some more silliness after this stupid game. Hello, sailors. No story this time, <laughs> I'm a fruit. I've been utterly bereft of inspiration for my prattling nonsense <laughs> of late. It must be Lord Britannia. <laughs> so just an update and a little question, which I hope shall yield some fun chat. Between juggling life with three kids, one teen, one preteen, and a two-year-old, you got to tell us, which one's the most tasking? Is it the teen or the two-year-old? <laughs> I not to speak for the man, but uh, depends on the day. I bet <laughs> <laughs> taking on a new role as a franchisee for a lawn care company, the general chaos of life itself, and a million other trifles. I've really struggled to find an idea for the next chapter of Lord Britannia. In time, however, once I make a real big success of this new business venture of mine and can recline on my pile of money, I'm sure that spark of farcical absurdity will return to me. In any case, please keep up the amazing work. I do try and keep up with episodes and streams. And you guys are criminally underrated, so will done be for keeping going. Well done. Is that an actual apostrophe in there? Or is my screen dirty? No, there's an apostrophe in there. All right. <laughs> we are criminally underrated. So if you know anyone that doesn't listen to us, arrest them. Citizens arrest. Just go up, nab them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put the black bag over the head, put them in the collection spot, we'll be around. <laughs> yeah. My question is about pre-orders. I know you would never pre-order nowadays, but perhaps in your young years. Any overnight queuing, midnight launches, any big successes with a pre-order, or any real stinkers, or even stories about such from people you know. Anyway, a pleasure, Mr. Britt. Uh, God, I wish. Uh, that is something that I had actually wanted to do in my younger years, because there was some stuff that like, I probably would have been out and stayed up for uh, I had my children when I was in my early 20s I was 22 when Lily was born so no because like I uh when I was through with high school I lived in the middle of fucking nowhere I spent most of my time working and then like I had a PS2 so like sure. I would you know uh when I had the time I would sit down like I, I'd play some games but nothing like terribly serious like um I think that's when I picked up uh, Dragon Quest Eight, and I put in, you know, like 300 hours of that. But, like, it was a fine thing to sit down. Like, oh, I've got an hour or two here or there, you know. Like, I can sit down. I had to have a little fucking journal just so I could keep it straight. Uh, and then kids. So, like, as much as I wanted to go out and, you know, sit at some, like, midnight launch at something. Like, you know, like, I got to get to work. I got to get the kids to daycare. We've got, I don't have time for that. And so, like, why for the longest time I stopped going to concerts? Like, fuck, I sure would love to, but... Uh, it's a Tuesday. I'm going to have to deal with the kids in the morning and I don't get to be deaf at work. <laughs> like, I'm going to need my ears and shit. Same thing with, uh, yeah, no, not, not big on pre-orders. So, no, not really. How about you, though, man? Uh, no, I... Basically, for my whole life, you know, I have been gaming, but uh, as said, I started gaming on a computer and was so used to just playing whatever games we had and not really paying attention to new releases. Yeah, sure. So, like, I got games when I got games, especially because, like, it's not like I had money or a budget when I was a kid. Yeah. So, we got games when our parents would buy us games, usually for our birthday. So, like, it wasn't when the game came out that mattered. It was whose birthday was next that mattered. Yeah. So, yeah. So there was a grip of you so <laughs> <laughs> right so like it wasn't really uh when i was young ever something and then by the time i got older i was already in that kind of like sitting out you know overnight or for a midnight release just sounds exhausting and i was like yeah but like i can just get it the next day also i'm 
young enough that <laughs> okay grandpa <laughs> no but like realistically i'm young enough that like when i got to college and maybe that would be an idea it was already like a lot of things you would pre-order would be for download oh sure yeah that you could just download stuff because uh by that point i had mostly started switching to my pc and so like i if i was going to pre-order it would be on steam but then why would i bother because it, steam's not going to run out of copies yeah so it's even easier now to tell people like just don't don't bother wait 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 and like technically i have pre-ordered i think one game in the last i don't even know how long technically i pre-ordered uh cyberpunk oh sure because i bought it the day before it came out after uh an amount of reviews where people were like Again, the early reviews were rather mixed mm -hmm. on Cyberpunk. Uh, people said it ran mostly fine on PC. Uh, its console versions were terrible, but I was like, I mean, I'm playing it on PC. Yeah. What do you give a shit if it runs on a PS4? Right. I don't. Which is good, because it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then, like, some people are complaining about, like, I don't know, a lot of the systems and stuff. And I was like, yeah, but this is the game that I wanted. And as I've said, I've already spent a lot of time in. Uh, just now, as I'm getting to, I just restarted to play Phantom Liberty. And, like, I looked at my time played and it was already at 100 hours. Yeah. Between my playthrough and then the playthrough for the cast and stuff. So, like, yeah, I, I don't mind that I pre-ordered that. I, like, pre-order bonuses are less common nowadays. So it's not really a big deal yeah um so that's one of the things where there's even less like incentive to pre-order mm -hmm. and just wait for reviews yeah well um and i know i've talked about it. it seems like every game that i look forward to coming out ends up being fucking shitty so like you know like i, I stopped like why why am i pre-ordering because like i sure i might want to play this but like no matter how good it looks i'll wait i'll wait to hear some reviews like i still haven't picked up armored core 6 i haven't looked at any reviews i'm sure they all say that it's fine or it's good or whatever it doesn't matter because it's armored core that's actually a whole separate reason i haven't played it because i don't have the time that i want to put into it soon hopefully maybe oh right i am uh at some point i'll have the time this year and uh that is my plan oh yeah as i said i uh literally got phantom liberty installed this weekend yeah and i am looking forward to just jamming that in my face yeah i bet yeah got my character created i'm like oh yeah go time yeah i've got uh other things i'm doing which we'll talk about on the off topic but yeah so yeah uh that's some uh, prattling nonsense if you have any questions comments concerns things you want us to talk about here on this that them their podcast email the bad at gmail.com if you want to find us anywhere else we're the bad game cast on any social media platform that's you know currently exists and we feel like being on which is very few of them Woo! so if you want to see us stream live we're on twitch monday through thursdays those streams and some of our audio and random shit end up on youtube so you can go check out youtube there's a subreddit all the episodes go up there uh but if you want to have more direct discussions there is a Discord. You can come join the Discord channel for that community that exists there. And if you want to support us with your dollars or your parents' dollars or your friends' dollars, I don't care whose dollars they are. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash the bad game cast. <laughs> yes, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters, regardless of whose cash you've stolen or whatever. <laughs> Hey, as long as you launder it through us, it's fine. <laughs> I don't have to prove where the money came from. That's true. Thank you, anonymity of the internet. <laughs> uh.
man. Well, I guess uh, we're done. So, fucking, for the bad game cast, I've been a janky flashlight. And I'm Baseball Bat. Good night, everybody! Fucking aliens, man. Not a single pyramid this whole game. <laughs> yeah, the aliens were incredibly disappointing. Why did they speak in weird chittery beeps? Like, that was, that was, we didn't talk about it, but like, that legitimately made me laugh. Like, that's not scary. Like, it just sounds like there's some big chipmunk out there. <laughs> the fuck is that? I mean, you're not wrong. It was not good sound design, which again, we didn't cover, but like the whole sound design was just bad. What are we going to harp on about, like, another game where the voice acting sucks? Yeah. I mean, of course.